0: Welcome to the Friday Men's Breakfast podcast brought to you by the Chapel Podcast Network. In this week's lesson from the Book of Romans, Dr. Robert Whitehead, senior pastor of New Zion Baptist Church, leads us in a discussion about God's justice and mercy. So open your Bibles to Romans chapter 9 and join us as we continue to see how God's righteousness for the unrighteous is revealed in the gospel of Jesus Christ. Is God just or unjust? we we'll are gonna get some dialogue here. Is God just or unjust? God is just, God, God, is, just. Oh, God is just, okay. I heard the just, why? That's who, he is. That's who he is? Anybody else? Why is God just? He knows everything. He knows everything. Okay, anybody else? Righteous. No He's righteous? There's no one above him to say otherwise. There is no one above him. Yeah, stop. So God is just. Here, here's what Paul said. Paul said, read here. What then shall we say? Is God unjust? And Paul, notice the exclamation mark. Not at all. For he says to Moses, I will have mercy on whom I will have mercy, and I will have compassion on whom I have compassion. It does not, therefore, depend on human desire or effort, but on God's mercy. You know what? Let's stop right there. Let me just stop right there. It says, I will have mercy on whom I have mercy, and I will have compassion on who I have compassion. You know, that's good news this morning. That is really good news this morning for all of us. It does not, therefore, depend on our human desire efforts because we can do all that we want to do. And it wouldn't matter. But it's on God's mercy. For Scripture says to Pharaoh, I raise you up for this very purpose that I might display my power in you, that my name might be proclaimed in all the earth. Therefore, God has mercy on whom he wants to have mercy And he hardens whom he wants to harden. As we look at this, I'm reminded of Pharaoh in the book of Exodus. And there is a passage that there says that God hardened Pharaoh's heart. What does that really mean? If God hardens our heart. Anybody? Now, I understand this is engagement. Now, we got to talk. We got to talk. We got to talk. I think it leads you to your own decisions. It leads you to your own selfish perspective. Right. You know, it's because God, God, he doesn't force us. He doesn't put himself on us. And so Pharaoh's heart was already hardened. Pharaoh's heart was already hardened. As we talk about God's mercy to us, God raises us for a purpose. All of us in here have a purpose. Sometimes it takes us a while to find our purpose in life, but God raises us for a purpose. And then then this incident with, with Pharaoh... God was going to use who Pharaoh was, uh, his 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 bad habits, his his unrighteousness. God was going to use that for his purpose. And the good news is that God can display his power in all of us. And his power can be displayed in people like Pharaoh. It can be displayed in people like us, whereby God again would be glorified. So God hardened Pharaoh's heart. And, and, you know, that's that's difficult. That's 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 a difficult place to be in. When someone has gone to the extreme whereby the person's heart was was hardened, but God also hardened their heart. Should we be held responsible for what we do? Yes. Yes. Everybody in agreement to that? We should be held responsible for what we do. And I know the Bible says for all have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. But we are still held responsible for the things that we do, for the things we say, for the things we think. Somebody out to say amen. <laughs> if I, if it, all right, somebody say amen. amen, <laughs> amen. Question then. So why does God do that? Why? Why does God hold each one of us responsible? He loves us. He, loves us? Yeah. he does. Anything else? Why, why should God hold us responsible? Well, he, he sent His Son on the earth to die for our sins. His son, his he he sent his son to die for all of our sins. Okay, he's holy. He's indeed holy. Yes. There's somebody else. And he's just. He's just and righteous. We have free will. We have we have free will. Have free will. And what, what I'm going to go he back. His he disciplines his children reconcile Pharaoh had a specific purpose that mm-hmm. God had set out. Mm-hmm. I don't think he had a choice in not doing that purpose. Okay. His heart was hardened for a specific purpose to fulfill the word. Right. Judas had a similar purpose. Mm-hmm. I hate to say that, but he did. I don't think he could get out of that purpose. So right. how do you reconcile Those two examples with what you're talking about right now, because this is a pretty complex. Yeah, it is. is. Oh, it is. It is. There is always the opportunity for repentance. But that will put you in conflict with God's written word. No, 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 not really, because sometimes we can do something that we know is wrong. But if we seek God's repentance, because, as you know, Judas, Judas killed himself. And, and he didn't repent. Go, you, you're about to say something. If God had used Judas mm-hmm. or Pharaoh, mm-hmm. he would have used someone else. He would. Because his will would have been done. His will was on track. It's a trajectory. It's a trajectory. It's a trajectory. <laughs> Yeah. Right. Right. So so there is always that for for us, that's that room for repentance whereby we can come to God and say, Father, I have sinned. Uh, And I use as example the the prodigal son out of way with son. There was the opportunity and he took hold of that opportunity whereby he did repent. But the but the choice Unfortunately, is always ours, even though we we don't always take it. But that's an interesting point. That's, that's that's one of those theological questions that have plagued people for generations. But your example is an after the repentance would be after he performs what God set out for him to do mm-hmm. to fulfill specific purpose scriptures. So that's an after the event, mm-hmm. peace, the repentance. Mm-hmm. Yes, it's possible that everyone could do that. We don't, we don't know. Correct. I mean, yeah. yep. Judas, that, definitely that ends with a mm-hmm. bad note. But, right. Uh, and and same, the, same with Pharaoh, too. Same with Pharaoh, too. Yep. Yes. Yeah, I and mean, it, it's a really interesting concept. I mean, being used as God's instrument, mm-hmm. but also self-will. And I guess I go so far as taking the Jewish people, mm-hmm. to deny Christ, yeah. but they had to deny Christ in order for God's will and purpose to be unveiled, and right. I, know, I know clergymen who then put the Jewish people in a separate category mm-hmm. than other Christ, Christ yeah. because they are the chosen people and they were used as an instrument, mm-hmm. it comes down, where do you, where do you differentiate mm-hmm. that? Yeah. that you can't put away from God's will. That's right. Because God's will is God's will. And so if you're being used as an instrument, where does your own will come in? Right. And how do you do that? Yeah. And and, <laughs> and that's and that's tough because we have to God's will see we understand that God's will will be accomplished. But there and, and there are some things that we that we might do that are not nice. But God's will is going to be accomplished. But again, and I and I can't stress the, the the word repentance that that we don't that we don't uh harden our own hearts. And and that and, and that my brother, is, is pride. That's pride. When we don't want when 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 it's before us and, and even in, in in Pharaoh's case, you know, he didn't want to back down. So yeah. This is good. Anybody else? Yes, okay. Uh, Sixty years ago when I was in college, I heard a good example of this. Mm-hmm. And the teacher said the following. He said, you know, if, if you if you take your hand and beat it on a fence post for a long while, what happens? It mm-hmm. turns from being tender
1: to being callous.
0: calloused. Now... Who's responsible for that callous? Mm-hmm. And that's a, an example of our sinful nature. Mm-hmm. If we rebel, there's a law out there that says we're going to get callous mm-hmm. and hard toward what God wants us to do. Yeah. So that's, that's the way he explained Pharaoh mm-hmm. and his hard heart. Who hardened Pharaoh? Did
1: Pharaoh harden his heart? Yes, he did. Yep. Mm-hmm. Did God hard harden
0: Pharaoh's heart? Yes, yes he, he did. did. Yeah. Answer yeah. both of those are yes. that your hand's going to get calloused when you hit down the fence post. Yeah, yeah. And, and interesting you use that analogy, Ken, about callous, because when it's callous, you don't feel anything. Okay. Okay. When, when it's callous, it, I, remember, I remember a summer job I had a college, and it's one of those jobs where you had to—I had to really use my hands. That, when I came back, I was happy to get back to school in the fall because my hands had become calloused; they had become hard. You know, I—I could—I could hold uh, the hot coffee, the hot, the hot coffee mug, and it wouldn't—and it wouldn't bother me the way it used to. That's a good example. Romans, nine beginning in 19, said, one of you will say to me, then why does God still blame us? And that goes back to, well, it, it, oh, oh, how come I'm the fall guy? I shouldn't be held accountable for this. For who is able to resist his will? But who are you, a human being, to talk back to God? Shall what is formed say to the one who formed it, Why did you make me like this? And this is the part that I like. Does not the potter have the right to make out of the same lump of clay some pottery for special purposes and some for common use? What if God, although choosing to show his wrath and make his power known, bore with great patience the objects of his wrath? prepare for destruction? What if he did this to make the riches of his glory known to the objects of his mercy, whom he prepared in advance for glory? Even us, he also called, not only from from the Jews, but also from the Gentiles. And he says in Hosea, I will call them my people who are not my people, and will call My loved one who is not my loved one and in every place where it was said to them, you are not my people, that there may be called the children of the living God. Isaiah cries out concerning Israel, though the number of Israelites be like the sand by the sea, only the remnant will be saved. Let me go back a moment. Let me go back a moment. Then why does God still blame us? Does not, I'm gonna skip down, does not the potter have the right to make out of the same lump of clay some pottery for special uh chew, for special purposes and some for the common use. You know that's kind of hard to digest because not knowing somebody could say, well, I was doing from the start. Or I I was born this way because God made me this way. And so we have to be very careful in terms of how we interpret this this theology. And and Rome, Rome, the book of Romans is, the book of Romans lays the foundation for our our Christian beliefs in terms of what Paul writes to the church at Rome. But in it all, there there are some things for us. So you think about it in terms of God uh, fashioning each one of us. Each or one, each one of us, believe it or not, we're still on the potter's wheel. We are still on the potter's wheel. Every day he is molding us and shaping us and forming us and fashioning us so that we can be more like his son. So does the potter have the right to make out the same lump of clay. I want to hear. I want to hear some comments on that. Does the party have that right? Okay. Let me let me raise this question. Is it fair? Yes. Who said yes? God is one that determines it's fair. us mm-hmm. so us. That's right. Mm -hmm. Mm it becomes the standard it becomes the standard it becomes the model and so then what god does is uh fair and is just So, so how so how do we reconcile that as human beings how do we reconcile that as human beings i think you have to go back and that make up common purpose mm-hmm. and noble purpose. Okay. Those words are very complex in the original narrative. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not sure if that goes to sinful nature, God's purpose and reward, mm-hmm. God's value in the greater scheme of, of, his, o- of, plan. of his plan. But that, that's a very complex set of words there. It is. You just need to go into the exegesis and the, uh, the common, the, other, mm-hmm. the original yeah. narrative. Yeah. Because see, Taking it out of context, it, would, it, would, it could imply that somebody, some folks are, are more important than others. And so we know that isn't true, right? Okay, so we know that isn't true. So so the, oh, I'm yeah, the more important, yeah, correct. You know, there's not, we're all one in Christ. Mm-hmm. We all have that equal piece. There are just some of us who are given, you know, some of us are going to be building Graham. Mm-hmm. And be able to share witness mm-hmm. and bring millions to the gospel. Mm-hmm. Some of us aren't. Yep. It's just what you desire. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and it's, and, it's yeah, and 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 some people can. Let me let me give an example. Let me give an example. Oh oh okay. Uh, some people can be great athletes, and some can be like me. I can't play golf. I can't play basketball. Yep. But God well, but God has something special for each one of us. God has something special for each one of us. Yes. Yeah, saying, when we accept Jesus in the Lord and Savior, he's going to use us. It doesn't matter where it is, man. He's we're still very important... God to show love to God and show love to the people and let his Holy Spirit flow through us and what we do, what we say. Whether we're whether we're cleaning the bathrooms, the Chick-fil-A, mm-hmm. or whatever we're doing, man, and, and, uh, like a Chick-fil-A they said the most important customer we have every single day is the one you're waiting on. But you know for a Christian, uh, in some kind of ways the most important person you see every single day is the next person you run into. Yes. Uh, I mean in some ways that works, yeah. but, yeah. so we're all important, man, every single one of us. So we have to see the worth in each one of us. And God sees the worth in each one of us. And to build up and encourage each other. Yes. Yes. I'm shot, I'm no, 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 no. <laughs> <laughs> Billy, I don't want to get you started, but no, no. The clay is a important key because it's ongoing. process is all mm-hmm. ongoing. process is ongoing. Maybe he took Pharaoh as he found him mm-hmm. and said, this this, this works in the plan. Yeah larger plan, yeah. and I'm going to leverage that, yeah. but that doesn't, that doesn't mean that the process is done. Yeah, yeah, and there's possibilities what God can do, and you know, when when a potter, I mean, some of y'all may remember at the pottery, they used to uh, do pottery, you know, sometimes he has to put, put more water on, sometimes they have to take some stuff off and toss it to the side, and sometimes they have to refine, and, and there, are, there have been times when you have to, when, 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 as if you all used to remember when they used to do that, that sometimes they used to just to start over. And God works that way with us. Sometimes He has to, you know, He doesn't throw us completely out, but He just has to kind of work with us on another level in order that we might be more like Christ. me go, objects of His mercy, whom He prepared and advanced for glory even us whom he also called, not only from the Jews, but also for the Gentiles. And he says in Hosea, I will call them my people who are not my people and will call her my loved one who is not my loved one in the very place where he said to them, you are not my people. There there they will be called the children of the living God. Y'all remember Hosea, remember uh Hosea and his wife, Gomer. Remember, Gomer was unfaithful. And that was a that's a you know, that's that's a, that's a strange illustration in the Bible. Her unfaithfulness. But yet. Hosea kept taking her back. Yep. Kept taking her back, had to redeem her. Had to, he had to pay some money to get his wife back. And so it, it shows. So they, those who were who are not God's people become God's people because he redeems us. He brings us back. He frees us. He vindicates us. And I will call her my loved one who is not my loved one. I'm in the very place where it was said to them, you are my people. That's. When God tells us that we're his people. Now, that's a blessing in itself alone. When we are when we are called God's people, that we are following him, that we're seeking to obey him, that we're in his family. For the Lord will carry out his sentence on earth with speed and finality. It is just as I Said previously, unless the Lord Almighty had left us descendants, we would become like Sodom. We would have been. We would have been like Gomorrah. Isn't it good that God doesn't give up on us? Amen. Isn't it good that God doesn't give up on us without our inconsistencies? Our failures and our faults. We have a God who loves us, helps us, guides us, molds us, fashions us. And so it for him to do that, it shows his compassionate and merciful character. So a question, how have you seen God's mercy in your life? All right, I need, some, I, need some, I need some help with this. How have you seen God's mercy in your life? Yes. I feel it, like there's a number of times in my life I could have been dead, but I'm not. I mean, I'm from car accidents, stuff like that. i know, falling down and stuff like that. His hand has been on me many, many ways. He said, Billy, you're here mm-hmm. serve me. Yeah. Last time I was here, and, and Billy reminded me that I told you all about the car I was driving, That I was on. I was on um, Jefferson Avenue by Patrick Henry Mall. It was five o'clock on a Thursday afternoon. Traffic was flying by and the car I was driving died on it. It matter of fact, I couldn't even get out the car because the traffic was, the light was green and cars were just speeding past. Okay, that was so I finally got out. Uh, stepped to the side because it was just too many cars, police came and, and they, the police, literally, they pushed me, two police officers pushed me away. And, and, and so I, I thought about that. That was four months ago. Uh, the, the, it, took, it took them four months to get the car back, the engine. You know, they would come to replace it. But I, I thought about something that day, that I was out there, anything could have happened to me that day, cars could have just plowed into me because the light changed. And I can think of an accident that I had about 6 or 7 years ago where a tractor trailer ran in the back of me on, on 64. They had to cut me out of the car. They had, they had, to, they had to literally cut me out of the car. When, when they arrived to the, when they, when the uh, MTs arrived, uh, the first question they asked me was, uh, is there anybody else in the car? Because the car was that damaged. The, the, the rear hatch was. It was. Was the rear hatch was almost at, at, at where I was in the in the car. The car was completely. The only part that wasn't damaged was a little pocket around the driver's side where I was. All the airbags activated. It had a panoramic roof. All the glass. I had glass in my face. Matter of fact, at the hospital, my wife and the nurse was taking tape to get the glass out of my skin. And so, I, I was. I wanted to go home. I didn't feel anything. They said they had to keep me there for at least a day to observe me. So I thought about that, Billy. When you mentioned that times so where I could have died right there, whether it was on Jefferson Avenue when I when the car stopped or when the tractor trailer plowed behind me. And so I think about that in terms of God's mercy towards my life. And that's and I, and I can say God has really been merciful uh, in my life. Anybody else where God has showed his mercy to you? Anybody else? Yes. Blessings in the midst of daily sin. Yes. Yes. When, 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 you know, things going all around and things happening, but God is still keeping you. Anyone else? Yes. He puts people in your life uh, for certain purposes. Yes. Uh, and the timing is. His hand, yeah. completely his hand. At the right time. Yeah. At the right time. P- perhaps you needed just a smile from someone, and he sent someone at the right time. Anyone else? Yes. I became a Christian over 40 years ago, and within years I fell away. Mm-hmm. So for about 40 years I was kind of, wow. of i in this desert. Yeah. He kept through life experiences and, and always... Uh, Putting on me that I needed to go back to church. Yeah, I finally came back to the Lord. So I was pretty much a front of the Son. That's mercy. That's mercy. He didn't give up on you. No. Yeah, Ted, he didn't get up all, give up on give up on you. How have you seen God's mercy in your life? So that was the question that I uh, was going to raise. or raise. And it says in Psalm twenty-five and six, "Remember the Lord." your great mercy and love, for they are from of old. You know, we have to, sometimes we have to just pause and do some reflecting in terms of God, what he does for us and what he's doing for us. As we think about God, as he always kept a remnant, just a a small group in order that things would go on, and God has a way of using all of us in terms of that his kingdom would that his his will would be done on earth as it is in heaven. And so as we have shared from the book of Romans and, and I invite you all to go back and read that because that, that's that's a, that's a, that's a, that can be a difficult passage to process. But through it all, God has shown his he uh, he's a just God and he has shown his mercy towards us. Thanks for joining us today. For more information on the Williamsburg Friday Men's Breakfast, please visit wcchapel.org slash mensbreakfast. I hope you'll join us again for our next installment in our study of the Book of Romans. Until then, know that you have been set apart for the gospel of Jesus Christ. God bless and have a great week.